Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. An Erio's original. Each week, we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week, you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and this is The Aftermath. The Aftermath. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into this very special mailbag episode. With us today, we have producer Clayton Early. Hello, hello. Fact checker Chris Smith. Hi. And we've got a lot of mail, you guys. Our inbox is full. Am I right? Mm-hmm. We've got it's spilling onto the floor. It's time. <laughs> um Let's see if I can think of something funny to say. Um, it's illegal nope. to destroy mail. That's so right. Chris oh, was so- walking on it, and that's why we had to do a mailbag <laughs> because that's a federal offense. That's right. Um, yeah. it, it's, it's, called, it's becoming a problem. So <laughs> It's called destruction of you uh, can, private mail. You can destroy it after you read it, though, right? Yeah, you have to. to burn we have to burn everything know. after we read. Yeah. That's our part of our policy. That's what makes us the alarmist. We don't want any... <laughs> paper trail uh-huh uh-huh well should we just jump right in i feel Why like not? we already have <laughs> that's what i feel like <laughs> well how about i i stop stall us before we get into okay. the flow okay you know just a classic we're about to get things started and here i'm gonna restart us Uh-oh. and how about we use this opportunity to encourage everyone out there to rate review and subscribe just okay. take a moment right now. Do the old favor. 
to the alarmist. Mm-hmm. If you haven't done so already, Clayton, can right. you perhaps read us a, yes. a, a review that has come in recently? This is like yes. an example to get everyone in the headspace of, of writing I'd like a to review. Suggest, I'd like to suggest that writing review is like paying your taxes. You have to do it at least once a year, right? Mm. We're, we're coming up on tax season. <laughs> That's true. So just sit down. I don't down, think it counts. It to, you can't do it multiple tax. times. It's just once. Just once a year. Mm-hmm. It's you know, No, you once it. in a lifetime. Well, sure. Um, okay, we have a great review from DCCM, five stars, what I didn't know I needed. Mm. And they say, thanks to guest Lauren for asking Rebecca to say, not on my watch live on the show. <laughs> I'm finally giving in and writing a review. I'm, uh, I first learned of this show when listening to The Office Ladies, like so many others, and have been binging since December 2022. This show is entertaining and educational, covering both light and serious topics. The hosts do an amazing job bringing comedic light while balanced respect for sensitive subjects. The show has become my stress relief and comfort in the short mm. time listening. The hosts are amazing and love the addition of Clayton, even though we miss you, Amanda. Some topic suggestions. Fraud of Theranos, the Berlin Wall, the incarceration of Joe Exotic, and the Aircott disaster during Texas Snowvid. I was lucky, but many died due to power grid failures during the snowstorm in South Texas. Mm. Maybe even a crossover between the office ladies for who's to blame for Kevin's spilled chili or Scott's tots. (laughs) Oh, that's cringe. (laughs) Thanks for starting the show and keep up the great work. (laughs) That's very nice. I mean, uh, even suggestions. That one even had suggestions. Clayton, make sure to add those to the list. Yes, done. And, you know, you don't even... And that was actually very lengthy. It doesn't even Mm -hmm. have to be that long. It could just be like, love it. XOXO. In fact, the next one is exactly that. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) You see, they all count. They're all wonderful. You now, can put into the, sorry, just to slow things down yeah. even more. <laughs> you can write in, now they have AI bots, chat bots, and Ooh. you can just say, prompt the chat bot to write you a review, and then you can just copy and paste it. Okay. And then tell us, and we can decide whether we think it's a real <gasps> review, real review or, or fake review. Yeah, that'll be a Well, it's all real reviews, right? That's it's just right, but whether it was people. written... By a prompt right. or by, by a human? You know. Yeah. Okay. I want Shakespeare reviews. Please, now, please, please, please. Anybody listening, next review, <laughs> you type in, put in parentheses at the bottom, human or chatbot, and we'll guess live. <laughs> okay. <on the> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's jump right in. This is an email we got recently. And it says, hi, I heard about your podcast on The Office Ladies. Jenna Fisher talked about it and sa- it sounded interesting. I started listening a few weeks ago and I've loved it. I've st- I uh, have to start podcasts from the beginning, so I'm slowly making my way through. I introduced the podcast to my 14-year-old niece. She has loved it, although she's missed some of, the favorite, uh, some of my favorite episodes because her parents won't let her listen to explicit episodes. Okay. This podcast has gotten her really into history. She's now asking everyone, what's your favorite tragedy in history? (laughs) (laughs) Love that. (laughs) Gosh, that makes me laugh. Okay. I will say that I have to disagree with you on the Salem witch trials. 
The teenage girls were never put on the board. I know you talk about it later on uh, an Aftermath episode, so that's good. But the whole time I was listening to that episode, I was yelling at my phone saying, what about the girls? They started the whole thing. I do agree that the other people and factors were definitely to blame too, but the girls were just so obvious to me. Anyway, just had to throw in my two cents there. Thanks for keeping me entertained. Keep up the good work. Chelsea Kemp. Thank you, Chelsea, for writing Mm -hmm. in. Mm Mm-hmm. This was one of those, it, it wasn't as egregious as the when we did the, the Manson uh, murders, mm-hmm. where we didn't put the Manson murderers up on the board. Right. <laughs> but it's close. No, I, I mean, I get it. I get Chelsea's point where they did start the whole thing. Okay. I, I We just felt that at the time they were, they were such victims to... To to right. the time, you know, the, right. to we their circumstance. Like, right. So we were walking a thin line, but I take your point, Chelsea. Perhaps we should have at least, sometimes we throw things on that we know we're going to cross off. Right? And perhaps that right. should have been one of them. Sure. <laughs> the girls in the Salem Witch Trials. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now, did we ever fully find out if any of those girls were actually witches? Mm. Yeah, they were, right? Um, There's a great show on Netflix called Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and she was one of them. (laughs) Oh, Chris, get with it. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Sabrina, the teenage witch. How do you think? Mo- where do you think iconic. modern witches came from? Oh, that's true. Witches today. What is? Where? Who do you think they came from? They're ageless too, so you know she's just been around mm-hmm. being a witch forever. Mm-hmm. For Sabrina. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Charmed. You've watched the show, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> that's true. What was I thinking? <laughs> well, let's read another email. Hi there. I'm recently a new fan of this podcast. Thank you, Office Ladies. I'm only 30 episodes in, but I've conjured up some ideas for new episodes if you're ever looking for things to consider. I'm not sure if you've covered these before. I'm just getting started, but thought I'd pass them along. Keep up the good work. Mari, Georgetown, Ontario, Canada. Hey, Canada. Hi, Canada. And Mari sent us a notes, like a a screenshot of her notes app. I love that. That's an actual screenshot. (laughs) I do use the notes app. So Mari, you know, I'm with you. And Mari had some good recommendations. Extinction of the dinosaurs has to go up there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wild boars, the Thai soccer team that's trapped in the cave. We recently, someone else recommended this. Mm. Kendall Jenner's Pepsi commercial. Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> this is already up here, but this is a must do. Yeah, we sad, have to do that. That's a great one. Uh, mm-hmm. Amanda Todd. Do we know who Amanda Todd is? Let's see. Chris I don't. Is looking it up. But there's more. The murder of Tyke the Elephant. I also don't know about Tyke the Elephant. Pearl Harbor. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. And the Ice Age. The actual event, not the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for clarifying. Oh, this Amanda Todd. Yeah. I think I remember this vaguely. This was back in 2012. It was a 15-year-old student in Canada who uh, committed suicide because she was was cyberbullied. Oh, no. Mm, Gosh, Uh, that's going to be. It's hard. That's hard. 
Okay, we will put these on the list. You know, recently Alex was mentioning that we don't have a lot of prehistoric ep- um, episode ideas. So, <laughs> well, I do now. Uh, Alex will be very happy to see these on the list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, thank you, Mari, for all of your recommend recommendations. We will put them on our list. Now, D- yes, Clayton. No, I was just saying done and done. Great. This is another email from Becca. And it reads, Hi, Alarmist. My name is Becca Blank, and I I came across your podcast about a month ago. Haven't been able to stop listening to it. I'm honestly so glad I'm three years late to the party because I get to binge all it all day at work. (laughs) I've been trying to think of new topics for you to cover, and I just had an idea. The issues that happen with Taylor Swift's Eras Tour and Ticketmaster. A few key points. I love when people write in and so and, and really sell their pitch. Mm-hmm. She wants to hear this episode. I, yes. I, I, I appreciate it. This is good. So the, here are her points. Ticketmaster sent out pre-sale codes, but they didn't ask for those codes when people got in line. So far more people were in the queue than had a code. Ticketmaster said it was overwhelmed and did not expect the number of people that were online. Bullshit excuse because they determined the number of pre-sale codes that went out. And again, they didn't ask for the code up front. Apparently, anyone who had a ticket for a Taylor Swift concert that was canceled because of COVID was supposed to be guaranteed a ticket. But many of these people did not get one. Not cool. That's my dog. Our dogs forgive, are forgive my dog. simultaneously <laughs> trying to scratch into a pillow to get comfortable, and one of them sneezed as well. So, uh, they're obviously getting worked up about this Ticketmaster yeah, debacle. Not happy, and up. as they should. Taylor Swift. It's a big they're concert. Swifties. The mm-hmm. dogs they're are Swifties. Swifties. <laughs> Ticketmaster has ridiculous extra fees that increase total cost by around forty percent. Not cool. A ton of lawmakers were tweeting about this in the weeks that followed, calling out Ticketmaster's monopoly on the market. Taylor Swift said that she was reassured by Ticketmaster that they would handle it, but many people speculate that Taylor was in on it. This isn't a super serious one, but it could be fun to cover, especially as her tour begins. Have a great one, and thanks for all of your hard work on the podcast. Work is much more fun because of you all. Sincerely, Becca Blank. Nice. I'm guessing Becca tried to get tickets to Taylor yes. Swift. And this is uh this is one that's very close to home for her because I can feel the passion in her bullet points. <laughs> we might have to have her on as a guest yeah. expert if she was the one who got swindled there. Uh, I think Becca my very pissed. favorite um commenters, emailers, alarmy members are the ones who listen to us at work. Uh-huh. Um it just makes me so happy that people are um, sort of able to do other things while they're being paid by, by their employers. <laughs> it's just so, so nice to me. You know the what other I mean? funny thing to think about is that by the time she catches up this episode, it's going to be like months from now, right? So like by the oh, time yeah. she hears this, because she's three years behind, that'll yeah. be a fun little treat for her to be like, oh, and we've <laughs> we so many more episodes. <laughs> That is funny. And the fact that we, we just don't really like it, it, we don't keep the current uh, we don't read the current emails. We just read them as they come in. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> we're just jumping we're very around sophisticated all over the here. place. <laughs> 
But you know what? For instance, maybe you you missed the Salem Witch Trials episode. And so maybe you want to go back and and, uh, listen to that one. So that's an idea. Here's another one that you might want to go back and listen to. Marie Antoinette. And this is from Brie. Brie writes in, hello. I just finished listening to the Marie Antoinette episode. I know I'm behind, but towards the end of the aftermath, Rebecca and Amanda mentioned that maybe Marie Antoinette could have worn a simpler dress in a portrait to help her public image. Fun fact, she actually did try to economize her wardrobe and was criticized for it as not being regal enough for a queen. I'm reading a book now about the daughters slash princesses of King Edward I of England, and the author makes a note several times that royalty was expected to promote an image of power and wealth. I'm sure this held true even centuries later for Marie Antoinette, especially in arguably the greatest court in the world. The woman truly could not win no matter what she did. She was doomed from the beginning. Mm. I like to read about European history and always enjoy your episodes about European historical figures. Thank you for being such an educational, enjoyable podcast. It's been my binge for a couple of weeks now trying to catch up. I'm definitely far more outraged and alarmed by the world. And I truly do thank you for opening up my eyes. Sorry, Brie. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) And sorry. Just wait till you uh, hear about all the other things you have to worry about now. There's so much ahead of you. <laughs> I know. But it if, very... it, if it comforts you, we're more alarmed than you are right now. That's our job to be. Well, we just have more th- things we've covered. Oh, I see. Um, <laughs> can I just take a moment to share something that is alarmist related that is a direct result of being on the show? Oh, yes, please. I recently took a trip to Thailand, hence my break for for regular listeners. And there was a moment uh, I was taking a a bus. This was like a tour to an elephant sanctuary. It was a no hands-on elephant sanctuary for our listeners, no touching. (laughs) Um, But there was a moment where the van started overheating. And several times during a trip, they had to like stop the van. We were going kind of like a, you know, a steep grade up a mountain to the sanctuary. And people were like kind of talking. I was sitting in the back of the van and I had this thought, which was like directly related to listening to like the funicular disaster, Mm. you know, in the mountain where I was like, what if Mm. I started looking around and thinking I'm in Thailand. I don't know what the regulations are. I don't know how many times they've maintained this Mm -hmm. tourist vehicle up a mountain. And I was like, if the engine were to erupt in flames, how am I going to get out of the back of this van? Oh God! And right. it was a moment. It was like a solid twenty minutes. And I leaned to Mike and like our joy of like traveling and what we were doing. And I said, <laughs> "Do you know?" I said, "Look around. We might have to get out of this van." <laughs> I was literally oh, saying, "I'm like, I could lean and kick this window out." And I had to like snap my setup out of it because I was starting to like not enjoy the journey i was right like but i thought you know it is a a solid that was done to me by the show because i thought yeah this is what we should all be thinking about we should just check our surroundings every Mm -hmm. once in a while make sure you have some kind of awareness like Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean it's going to happen because you think it but it could so you might as well have thought about an escape route yes clock your exits Plan them out because if something were to happen, you're not going to have time to think what's the best response to to the situation right now. You're just going to mm-hmm. go with the plan. And I think Clayton's 
story is perfect because you think about it for a moment, you come up with a small little roadmap, you create that idea in your mind and then you move on yeah right. get, yes. get back into the present moment well that's the whole point right you don't want to be so stressed yeah, about it that you it anxious about moment, it yeah that, that you figure out for a moment so that you can enjoy the rest mm-hmm. of the time yes that's the whole point here i'm sorry clayton and you're welcome and i'm glad thank you, you <laughs> and thank you <laughs> I forgive you and thank you. Yes. Um, but back to Marie Antoinette. Yes. What a fascinating, you know, historical figure, and all. And I, I, yeah, I, I was agree back, with. Brie. I was also back in your heyday where you were really gunning for the fashion industry too. Mm. So that could have been a sort of part of that. Right. Right. But I, you know. The point is, Mm -hmm. and we said this during the episode, and we know this in our hearts, Marie Antoinette was set up for failure. Mm. So the fact that, you know, she couldn't wear the right, you know, whether she wore the the, the regal outfit or or the, the non regal outfit, like Brie said, she was doomed. Doomed. And, uh, as a woman, Boy, can't you relate? <laughs> I can empathize. I can yeah. empathize, but we can't understand, and we never no, will. No, 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 no. But my female alarmies do. <laughs> They're all nodding along. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're going, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> okay. So this is from Caitlin Mulane, who wrote us on Instagram. And said, hi, I just listened to the Spice Girls episode, and I'm surprised that aging slash life wasn't put on the board. Mm. <laughs> uh, I I know that aging fans was, but what about the natural process of aging yes. and, life for the, uh, and life for the band? This is a great idea. X, uh, yeah, the desire of posh, example, the is desire of posh and ginger to have their own lives outside of the group. I think that there was, has, was a potential that if they stayed together, they would have an opportunity they would have, have an opportunity to continue to make music that evolved with their fan base. Love the topic, and it made my Friday. What I remember about this episode was just we're kind of relearning how short a period of time they actually were together. Yes. It if seemed I like forever it was like four youth. years, maybe max, four years max or something. It was really tight. And then it's like, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> But, Their know, lives time, came quick. They aged yeah. fast, apparently. I guess so. <laughs> and you and we age slow when we're young. We think it's just forever. Yeah, that is true, though. Age. I, I just love the fact that uh, Kate, Caitlin, Catlin mm-hmm. is. I'm pretty sure it's Caitlin. Caitlin, I think. Caitlin. <laughs> um, Caitlin is. Just asking us I, the fact that she's surprised yeah. that we didn't put aging and life. <laughs> <laughs> we missed it. I think I think that was Stash and Georgia on that episode, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Huge Sometimes the Spice Girls. Yeah, fans. we'll call them up and tell them that they, <laughs> it was really on them for not. Don't overlook the things that are just way obvious right and right in your face. Sometimes okay. you. Hiding in plain sight, they're the biggest mm-hmm. clues. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that reminder, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So, here is... A letter from, or an email from Kim. And Kim writes, hey, Rebecca, Amanda, and fact checker Chris. Clayton, don't you can, listen. <laughs> you can go scroll online or something if you want to, Clayton. <laughs> really loving your content. Started listening a couple of weeks ago. Definitely a fan. Currently, I'm up to Vlad the Impaler. And, oh, I guess in, in, their, uh, to their, in their defense. They haven't gotten to you yet, Clayton. Yeah, no. Sure. They're behind. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. <laughs> they have a real shock ahead of them. Yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> I hope they're going to like they, it. <laughs> they're also not going to hear this email for a long time. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and every c- catastrophe I've listened to has not disappointed. <laughs> Thought-provoking and entertainment in one package. I just had to write to get this email Uh Uh, to give some background regarding Jaws. And I apologize if this has been brought up before now. I know you were hashing over who to blame in Jaws with a focus on the movie version. Books to movies more often than not lose details in changing the format. Mm. The main detail not addressed in the movie, but was that which was in the novel is the shark's perspective. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) I guess so. Clayton is nodding his head. I don't know. Um, I don't. I'm this is fascinating to me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. In the story, the shark is a female. The movie always addressed the shark as male. She was described in the book as one of the largest and oldest great whites in any ocean. This was due to her street smarts and evolved instincts. You don't get this far in the food chain without knowing your stuff. Miss Shark's situation 
she was pregnant. <laughs> Context. Turner, Turner, Turner. Sharks typically give birth to two to 10 live pups. They begin their pregnancy with a lot more fetuses, but as the pregnancy progresses and space becomes limited, pups are known to eat other fetuses in utero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only the strongest survive. What a shark move. Yeah, it is very oh sharky God. of those shark babies. In Peter Benchley's novel, the Amity shark was very close to her due date. Ooh. In preparation, her voracious appetite was increasing. She mm. needed extra sustenance to tide her over as she knew she could not actively hunt when in labor. When her hunger was fierce, she could feel her pups lashing out at each other, ready to devour their sister or brother if they did not get nourishment soon. She was down to three pups and was determined to see them born. Everything is fair game. Interesting. When Quint Brody and uh, Hooper set out to hunt Mommy Dearest, (laughs) her appetite had ceased. She now needed to focus on delivering her remaining babies. The shark knew that it was critical for them to begin life outside the womb with no predators in her territory, oceanic or man. Life experience and evolution had taught her that uh, the man is one of the biggest threats. As she and her children are blown to bits, we realize she was absolutely right. Keep up the good work from your listener for life. Kim Scooter, Monroe, Ohio. Wow, Kim. That's incredible. I mean, that's like that's a whole new consideration. Yes. And I. It gives you so much more sympathy for the shark. Yeah. Which is not great for a movie because you want a clear antagonist. Right. You want a bad... Yeah. You want a bad guy. Bad bad guy. Bad guy. Bad male shark. Mm -hmm. Right. Apparently. But how much more interesting would it have been if they had kind of introduced the complexity of the shark situation? Yes. Right. Hard to portray like... Do you feel as bad when the shark eats the naked swimmers who are like skinny dipping on the beach? Or are you like, she's just trying to feed her babies? Then mm. it's complex. Then is it the right. summer blockbuster that kicked off the summer blockbuster or no? We'll never know. And another question is if they did show the shark's perspective, how do you do that with sort of like a voiceover? Like, like a Little word bubbles. Word bubbles and under the water. You could do that. Yeah. That's true. Special yeah. effects. Well, we yeah, get a voiceover. Right. I mean, maybe um, like um who could voice the shark? Melissa McCarthy. I was thinking or... Melissa McCarthy too. Probably because mm-hmm. I just watched the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And she's right. under the sea. She's playing Ursula. She's playing Ursula. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gosh, That's an yeah. easy pick. Yeah. Um but I'm sure Kate Blanchett could do it. Sure. Um Edie Falco. Sure. <laughs> Meryl, she's always a good option. Meryl, Meryl is a great. good option. Uh, Salma Hayek would be an interesting choice. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, where's the shark from? We should really consider where it's from before well, we cast it. Well, good question. It's in the, what is the it's, well, it's in New England, right? That's true, but it's, it's off the coast. What if the shark's from Boston? It's <laughs> right. It came down, you know. Mm, do we have any good Boston Bostonian actors, actors. Mm. or someone who well, could do that? Right. I'm sure Sarah Paulson could probably do it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amy Adams, is she from the Northeast? I don't know. Maybe I don't I think she's got up. the bite <laughs> <laughs> for this role. But if we go more like indie, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. maybe we do like uh, Chloe Sevigny. 
Oh, that's interesting. I was going to go more intense, like Viola Holy Davis. Seven years. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? Okay. Sure. You know? Viola yes. Davis would just make a meal out of the. <laughs> there you go. She would, that would be an Oscar nod right there. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> nice, Chris. Um, yes, yes, yes. Well, okay, so that's an option. That could have been an option that they didn't go. <laughs> Do we just digress? Like, Hugely, <laughs> yes. We need to wrap this up. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I'm sure there's also some like something about the why did they change it from a female to a male shark? I'm sure right. there's a lot of patriarchy there mm, somewhere right. that I'm. I, I I have to think about more. I do appreciate that they were protective of not wanting to show violence against females, even if a female <laughs> is a shark. Because there was mm. okay, because because there there the movie is is clear. Yeah. Of no women die in Jaws. <laughs> females, <laughs> yeah. It's just men killing men, you know. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that whole opening scene and. All the or other the poster, yeah, yeah, which I think yeah. is a naked woman who's about to be devoured <laughs> yeah. by shark. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I have to think about this more. This is really, really fascinating. It is really interesting. Yes. It's just a mom. There's nothing more fierce than a mom who's trying to protect protect her kids. Her kids. Have yeah. you guys ever read a book after you've seen a movie? Um. Yes, I'm trying to think. No, because I've never I done that. I usually, I. I yeah, I usually read it first. I did that with The Handmaid's Tale. I read it first and then I watched it. Mm. That's not a movie, but you get it. No. Yeah, I guess I can't think of something off the top of my head. Maybe I haven't. Hmm. Hmm. Well, while we think about it, I'm going to jump. I'm going to do something crazy. And Usually I read these from in order that I get them. Mm-hmm. All, all the emails in order I get them. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to kind of jump forward because we've gotten a lot of mail about daylight saving mm. time. Okay. A lot. This one is just says, hi, Chris. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, God. It says, please tell me you don't live in California or somewhere usually warm year round. I will be so disappointed in you if you do. Empathy, my man. So where do you live? <laughs> I'm in Wisconsin and a teacher who needs to get to school by 7.30 every day. With DST, the sky is just getting light at 7.30 in December mm. and temps are usually below zero. Now, imagine having to scrape your car, shovel your, dr- uh, your drive and get to work in the pitch dark when it's 30 degrees below zero just so you can sleep an hour more. Maestro Time uh, Prerow is thinking <laughs> of all the people, not just the crabby snooze button smashers. Do what I do in March. Go to bed and get up 15 minutes early starting on the Monday before D, uh, DLT begins. Then increase it to 15 minute increments each evening that week, if possible. Oh, wow. <laughs> on Saturday, make a game plan with your family to locate every clock in your house, cars, garage, etc. And change them at noon. This is important. You will be ready for bed at your regular time. Your cell phone will help you if you need the actual time. <laughs> what a confusing uh, few really days. Intense. Weekend. But yeah. yeah, I love your podcast as I am a glass is going to get tipped over kind of gal. <laughs> <laughs> kind of gal. Sincerely, Sue Schwiebert. <laughs> oh, that's... Oh, Sue. Sue, that's an incredible email. Yes. 
I am. I really appreciate her very practical uh, yes. way of preparing to deal with daylight saving time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I do have empathy for you um, having to wake up that early in the pitch pitch. Well, not that early, I guess I should say. It, having to wait for the sun to get up. Uh-huh. Uh, and being that cold. Yeah. We have it nice in California. And for the record, he does live in California, like yes. you suspected yeah. and were angry about. I know. <laughs> but um, what can I say? I'm just like a chill back, you know, salt, sea salt in my hair, kind of relaxed surfer guy. And I just... <laughs> It's hard California for me to put vibes. My, yeah, just California vibes. <laughs> it's hard for me to put myself. Sue in hates the shoes. you so much more now. <laughs> I know, you're not really doing that. <laughs> it's hard for me to put myself in, as they say, Sue's shoes. <laughs> no, I would say Sue's very cold, uh, weather Ooh, resistant boots. boots. Yeah. <laughs> Sue's thick winter socks yeah. and lined winter boots. <laughs> Um, thank you, Sue. We appreciate you. I see you, and as and 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 we're we're supporting you with uh, yes with the as, DST. As someone who grew up in Colorado and had to be to school as a student at seven fifteen in the morning, I remember those mornings when I finally got my license, having to scrape my car and heat it up, nope. and just like the added time and just like numb fingers and toes from doing that so i quit i would be like i quit yeah i I quit school (laughs) i wanted to get out of i wanted to get out of there so i needed to finish yeah (laughs) that's part of the deal um and i'll i'm just gonna read one more of this uh bunch this group of uh emails we got let's see okay hey there alarmist team I'm listening to the re- recent DST episode and listening to Chris suggest needing a little icon or mascot per se for PSAs regarding major changes such as DST. I would like to put forward bringing back Clippy, the lovable help tool from older versions of Word. <laughs> right, yes. we talked about Clippy. that. As a millennial, I miss Clippy sometimes and would be delighted if Clippy gave me my PSAs. It would make DSTs more bearable. Sincerely, Bree Anderson, Quincy, Illinois, USA. I love that uh, Bree wrote down USA. <laughs> <laughs> Quincy, USA. Illinois, Nicaragua. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do we think about Clippy? Did did we mention Clippy, or or did you were you just thinking Clippy as well, Chris? We had I thought we had mentioned Clippy because hmm. we were talking about a little government. Uh, Clippy version of Clippy. Oh, yes. Like uh, a little... Who would pop up on our phones and be like, Daylight Savings is next week. Sue, for, and we can do Sue's suggestions there. Sue suggests starting to alter your day by 15 minutes leading up to Sunday or something like that. Yeah. And what about this weird game that Sue plays where on Saturday she changed the clock at, at noon? At noon. <laughs> I mean... I mean, I guess. Yeah. Whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do. You could She's do the mentally same thing preparing. for for um they you know if you're like preparing for a trip and it's like a totally different di- time zone there's like other ways to trick but it's really involved like Sue's committed that's the whole point yeah right. committed so Clippy perhaps love it we had said perhaps like a little clock an alarm clock that's 
you know, your little icon, mm-hmm. your little friend that pops up during mm-hmm. daylight saving time. Mm-hmm. Maybe your phone just starts to get dimmer so you can't see it. And you're like, where's the light going? Oh, we're saving the light. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll know. <laughs> Everyone's phones just, just dim. really down. hard to see. And you're like, oh, yeah. right, we're oh, saving the light. We're saving the light. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, we'll we'll keep brainstorming that one. Okay. Yeah, if you have any more ideas, we're we're open to them. We're open. Now, I guess that's it for now. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll always have more mailbag episodes. Yes, we have more mail we that ha- has not been read. We have things. We have voicemails. We have things. So, but we'll get to it. Yes, that's right. We didn't even get to the voicemail yet. Okay, let's take a bet here. How many of you think? Deputy Chris has written a, a a letter since the last mail mailbag. When you say you guys, do you mean listeners or do you mean Chris? <laughs> well, because you know they can't respond. Yeah, but I, well, At I guess decide. Yeah, all right. What I, I don't know how to gamble, but under or over or whatever. I mean, the question is kind of a giveaway to me. I'm now betting that he did. <laughs> he did. He, he definitely did. did yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that that should every mailbag so, should start with the bet whether or not he wrote in. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good, good. <laughs> that way we can never know. Um, there's a deputy Chris email. There's a lot of emails, you guys. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll get to them I'm, here at the Alarmist. We will get through every piece of mail because we do not destroy destroy any T- or kind tamper of mail with. or tamper with or even tamper with yes any mail. kind of mail. No. It's illegal. <laughs> Until we've opened it and then we burn it. You can tamper yeah, you with your it's own our mail. mail. Then we <laughs> read it and burn it. Right. <laughs> then we read it and burn it. <laughs> it's not it's, our mail and we've not... committed a crime, then we send ourselves directly to jail. Right. That's right. Right. That's right. Our own jail, which we have the keys to, so it's yeah, more it's of just tricky. like a house. Well, it's... Like a it's cold... A timeout. It's, it's a, a timeout. <laughs> we give ourselves a timeout. <laughs> well... Stay tuned because next week we're going to be covering the John Bonet murder case. Erios. Powered by ACAST. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, 
you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.